Good afternoon, my Sith brothers and sisters, purebloods, cultists, bounty hunters, rebel scum on the run. Most importantly, my fellow Star Wars fans, good afternoon. I hope everybody's hanging in there. We've survived another week, and what a week it's been. (laughs) What a week. Uh, so, like always, I like to start off with, if I bought anything, any updates on tattoos or tattoo appointments, and I did not purchase anything this past week. However, I did hit a snag with... Getting Kylo finished this past weekend. So, on days that I'm off, I do not tend to check my email as frequently. Versus days where I'm out and about, I'm working, doing my thing. I tend to keep tabs on my email a little bit more frequently. And unbeknownst to me... So so let me let me say this. I hadn't seen or heard anything to my knowledge. I go show up for my appointment five o'clock this past Saturday to get Kylo finished. Was supposed to be maybe an hour left of work, give or take, because we're just about done. And then of course, if anything needed to be touched up. I show up for my appointment, and of course, thankfully. Yes, it's across town, but it's not it's not any further than me driving to work because it's literally a couple minutes down the street from where I work. So I show up 440, get checked in because usually if I show up early, he's taking me early. And I'm like, yeah, I'm here for my five o'clock with so-and-so. And they're like, oh, he's not here today. He's actually been in the hospital all week. Uh, we, I couldn't necessarily make out whether or not he said that my artist was reaching out to his clients or if they were helping him reach out to his clients to let them know. Of course, uh, I was fairly pissed off. I know I, um, (laughs) I know I sent a couple angry messages and, um, definitely reached out to my best friend saying, I'm thirsty, let's go get something to drink. Um, I check my email once we get, uh, once we sit down at World of Beer because wanted to watch the UFC pay-per-view, so we got there early. Not necessarily a place I'm used to catching the pay-per-view, but great draft list. Three and a half flights later, we were feeling good, so felt really just, it was great to let loose like that because that's... Don't typically binge like that too often. Um, I'm checking my email and I see a message. Of course, I've got him starred as a VIP. So even though my iPhone pulls my email, my three emails that I have into one box, any his messages are usually starred. So I see those pretty quickly. So 
sure as hell, I see an email 9.30 Friday night saying, hey, I just got out of the hospital. I'm going to have to cancel for tomorrow. I'm going to be out of work for a couple weeks. You know, I'll, you know, I'll reach back out when I'm able to return to work. And yeah, I was, I was pretty pissed because Unfortunately, this is not the first time. I don't want to completely come off as careless because being in the hospital, of course, is no joke. I have no idea for what. And I do feel partially guilty for as upset that I got about this. But I was really hoping I would have heard something a day or two earlier than the night before, like late at night. Because that could have very easily been missed, which it was. And I'm thankful that I didn't really cancel any plans or, you know, I had to drive a big distance. I was, you know, I just, yeah, I was pretty, pretty pissed off. This, this tattoo has been... A labor of love, and it's been a three-month ordeal. I'm just dying to finally get this finished and just move on. And just a lot of feelings come up with this. And again, I don't want to disregard the fact the nature of why he canceled, but at the same time, the tattoo has been fully paid for. And this was more or less final touch up and finishing the 10%. So part of me felt like this may or may not be on the high priority list. This tattoo is my most expensive. It's arguably my most detailed and the one that's the most important. I just, I want to get it done. And so my next appointment that I have to look forward to is next weekend, the 9th, with my regular guy, of course, the C3PO tattoo. I almost called to get that bumped up just because obviously I'm not going to get Kylo finished before then. Um, I've also made an executive decision. I'm not going to be going on out of state for vacation that I originally planned in two and a half, three weeks, because there just, there are a lot of factors and things I would have to get done in a, in order to go as much as I want to go because it's a place I've never been. I just... I've got a lot on my plate right now and a staycation honestly would not be that bad. I am trying to maintain a level head with my sleep and my stress. I've been picking up a couple extra hours at work here and there. And so I just, I partially feel like I'm all over the place right now. Thankfully, I also don't have any wrestling shows to photograph for October, so I'll get a nice little break. 
And then for November, I've just got to figure things out what exactly what I'm going to do. There's just, there's, there's just, there's stuff going on with that I don't want to get into, but it just, it, <laughs> heavy is the head that wears the crown and it's just, it's, it's rough. Anyways, that is all the review that I, um, with my activities this past week, I'm still trying to finish Star Wars Visions and thankfully I am making good headway. I'm getting a lot better with doing a little bit of reading of Annihilation to finally get that finished. It's paced pretty good and there's only two two different little parts to the story going on right now. So hopefully I'll have that finished before my staycation starts so I'll be able to hurry up and read through night. I may be able to hopefully get Night Errant done while I'm on my staycation. So that remains to be seen. However... Because I have no other updates or matters to tend to, we are actually going to be finishing, and I didn't realize this until just a moment ago, we are actually going to be finishing Deceived review today. For some reason, I thought we would have a couple more weeks left on it when I was going through the chapters we were reviewing last week, 5 through 10, or 6 through 10, sorry, so today, we only have chapters 11, 12, 13, and then the epilogue. This book was barely 300 pages. So we are just going to roll right into the review and finish up. Um, just to recap what we were going over last week. Aaron Lanier, the Jedi Knight, seeks out her her former friend or co-worker, Z-Man, who of course has got his own mess that he's gotten himself into with his employer, the Exchange. Aaron's run away from the Jedi Order to find her master's killer and she employs Z to help her. Z, of course, has somebody after him making sure that he does not succeed with getting his end spice to Coruscant. So the guy following him decides to go seek out Darth Malgus to help him out. So jumping in to chapter 11... Z and Aaron, after running out of the Jedi Temple, they were able to review footage and Aaron was able to see exactly who killed her master, Master Zalo. They barely make it, of course, to the ground. Now, remember last week, 
the guy chasing Z, Vrath, implored Darth Malgus with information about Z's mission, saying that there was a Jedi Knight aboard. Z's ship carrying the cargo for the lack of a better term, get shot out of the sky. They make it through the blockade just above Coruscant, but they barely escape with their lives. When they land on the ground, they go through the Jedi Temple. They find Zalo's uh, droid who navigates them up underneath the temple ruins to... I guess you could say a security room of sorts. They review footage. She finds out after watching the battle that took place there that Malgus was his killer. Aaron, of course, can't see straight at this point. She's upset. She naturally wants to strike it while the iron's hot. And Aaron decides that she wants to try and get aboard Malgus's cruiser, Z's trying to talk her out of it, saying, I understand you're upset right now. This is just not possible. I've got a daughter whose safety I am now deeply concerned for because before they crash-landed, Malgus calmed Z's ship and they could see Vrath standing behind him. So the extent of what Vrath told Malgus is unknown, so Z's now afraid that they're going to go harm his daughter, Ara. So Z's like, I've got to go after her. But now Aaron's just dead set on just, she, she can't see anything but revenge, which is understandable. Z and Aaron end up making their way to an abandoned building to hide out for now. Z decides he wants to go scout out the nearby spaceport for ways out of there and is gone maybe an hour. He finds a nearby abandoned hotel and on top of the roof he scouts out the spaceport. He sees Valor markings on a few ships there and a lavender-skinned Twi'lek who he recognizes from the security footage they watched at the Temple Ruins and recognized that it was the same Twi'lek who was with Malgus during the attack on the Temple, Elena. He makes his way back to T7 and Aaron. However... Right before he gets back, Aaron ends up completely engulfed in her rage, decides she's going to leave for the temple ruins. She has a dream that wakes her up before she leaves, and she sees her master Zalo trying to tell her something, but she can't hear him. The closer she gets, the further away he gets, which the dream is, it's just, it's a really weird dream. Malgus is still waiting for a sign of Aaron. So he's able to sense that somehow they survived the crash. 
He decides to go down, seeking her out. He's hovering over the ruins, doesn't see anything. He has all the lights cut off for the ship that he's on while they continue to hover for hours. Finally, as Aaron ignites her lightsaber, Malgus senses her and the same feeling that he had when he killed her master, Zalo. Now he knows she's here, jumps out of the carrier, which they're roughly 15 meters off the ground. And I had put in my comments here that it was really neat to see newer Star Wars scenes in my reading. Aaron had, Aaron does this crossblade technique when Malgus tries to force lightning her. Using her and Master Zalo's saber. So she has Zalo's saber with her too. As Z is flying back to the abandoned apartment building that him and Aaron were hanging out yet hanging out at, he sees a ship leaving the temple ruins and immediately thinks he'll spot Aaron. Sure enough, he sees her. Concerned that she's crossed this line of seeking justice into revenge, there's just there's no going back and undoing at this point. There's a lot of rage in her fighting now, and Malgus is actually impressed with Aaron. Z comes flying down and asks Aaron to get on. He's kind of on this speeder bike thing. Ask Aaron to get on right now. First she hesitates listening to him and then she does. Malgus ends up throwing Zalo's saber after them. Aaron ends up grabbing it, reaching out and grabbing it as they climb up into the air. Z, of course, then turns around and lectures Aaron on her new, the new... <clears throat> this is actually an interesting way to refer it. Z lectures Aaron on her revenge outfit she's got on. Now Aaron doesn't want to leave Coruscant because now Malgus is there. Z reluctantly tells her that he saw Elena at the spaceport. And of course, Aaron says, let's go after her. Malgus sits and ponders how Aaron came across so much anger when fighting him and then realizes she must have found out the truth about the attack on the temple. He replays in his mind her last words before leaving the fight. I'm going to hurt you. And discovers the feeling of fear. I don't know. It just, it's not a very flattering Sith emotion. I don't know. I just, I felt like it kind of made him come off a little weak. Um, he tries to hail Elena over the comm and gets nothing. He gets Commander Jarred to on the comm and he says that there's been no check-ins from her yet. And he decides that he's going to go check where she landed in the Liston spaceport, which is where 
it's the same place that Z saw her and was scouting out earlier. Chapter 12, for whatever reason, titled Day 3. It's just, this is not making any sense at all. So if I'm, if you're following along and paying attention, chapter 10 was titled Day 2, chapter 12 is titled Day 3. Personally, I felt like the first 10 chapters seemed a little longer than a day, but whatever. Chapter 12 is called Day 3. Z gets the courage to ask Aaron what she plans to do with Alina, and there's no response. And he instantly regrets telling her anything because killing Malgus is one thing. However, killing the Twi'lek to hurt Malgus is an entirely other issue. So as they approach, Z is afraid that Aaron's going to find her. As Malgus approaches the spaceport, the pilot tells him the rumor of a peace accord being reached on Alderaan and that it'll be signed later today. Coruscant apparently will be returned to the Republic. And, of course, hearing this, Malgus just starts tearing the ship a new asshole, punching the walls, vid screens, throwing a chair... He has waited to achieve this mission and just the sacking of the Jedi Temple on Coruscant was such a powerful beginning to this book. And this is one of the issues that I had with the book. So you start out heavy. Malgus is just has such a hatred for the Jedi. He destroys the temple and the Jedi Knight, or the Padawan of the Master that he killed in the temples now after him. So, becomes a really fun game of cat and mouse. And then, oh, by the way, there's going to be a treat. The uh, peace treaty's been, been reached. You know, Coruscant's going to get turned back over to the Republic. So, it's just this whole big shit fest of... This is all for nothing, basically. Alina was, he just, he gets this feeling that Alina tried to domesticate him, which pisses him off even more. Um, and it, and it just it, it just adds another layer uh come making Malgus just he comes off as his Sith baddie and then his actions with Elena and then here where it's just now he gets pissed off with the peace treaty and then he's pissed off with Elena so it's just it's just little back and forth bullshit that it just it I was really looking forward and I had hopes because you know me, folks. I love a good baddie, but this just drives me nuts. (laughs) Anyways, T7 goes to trigger an alarm indicating a fuel gas leak to get the building 
on the spaceport evacuating. As Malgus approaches the spaceport, he sees a crowd outside of the entrance or outside of one of the entrances. And he immediately spots a guy he picked to go with Alina on her mission, but doesn't see Alina. He tells the pilot to hurry up and land. And when he gets to the ground, he asks this Captain Curse where Alina is. And Captain Curse said that she was last seen inside near one of the craft. Malgus quickly denotes the gas leak was a ruse to get Alina. Pushes Curse to the side and... So Malgus is coming inside. Z is trying to get Aaron out of there. He's trying to give her these final few chances to come aboard with him on this ship named the Dragonfly. And out comes Elena, flanked by two Imperial soldiers wearing masks. It takes a second to process what's going on, but immediately a fight breaks out. Both the soldiers are taken out. Aaron manages to disarm Alina and throws her into the side of the ship as she tries. I. She, yeah, she's just, she's really pissed off. Um, Wrath awakens from a long sleep hearing alarms and blaster fire. Apparently, he was sleeping on a ship inside this spaceport aboard the Razor, also conveniently located in the hangar where all this is going on. He asked where the gas leak was, and he overhears Aaron and Alina exchange words, Have you come to kill me because of something Malgus did? Sensing anger, Elena tells Aaron Malgus's real name, Oopsies. She has a tendency to do that. And says he tends to hurt even those that he loves. Elena tries to flip things back on to Aaron saying that she fights alongside him is asked. And if the roles were reversed, she'd do the same. However, sensing that she's probably not going to make it out alive here at this point, asks Aaron for a clean death. Aaron deactivates her lightsaber and instead just knocks Selena out after asking what her name was. Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. She starts to make light of the dream that she had that woke her up. Where she saw Master Zallo. And remembers hearing him say to her in the dream, be true to yourself. 
Apparently, that's what Master Zalo was trying to say to her, but he couldn't hear. She starts to pity Alina because she's already dead in so many ways. Carries her out of the dragonfly, but admits to Z she couldn't bring herself to kill Alina. Senses that Darth Malgus is quickly approaching and tells Z he needs to leave now. Apparently the ship Z is trying to commandeer and take is Wrath's ship. <laughs> Awkward. Bumps into him when he walks into the cockpit. I guess Wrath left his ship for another. It's being called the Dragonfly here. It doesn't mention the class of ship it is. However, it is the same class of ship that Vrath flew earlier in the novel, the Razor. Malgus tries to hold on to the ship but loses grip of it, com calms over to Commander Jard to stop it and capture everyone aboard. Elena might be on there. He sees Aaron with both sabers standing over Elena's body and... <laughs> Run, bitch, run! It just, ugh. Elena makes Malgus soft, and it just, this is where the book just starts to shit the bed for me. Final chapter 13. Of course, Malgus is freaking out, thinking Aaron killed her. However, beginning of the chapter, Aaron tells Malgus that Elena is still alive but tells him to cancel the order and allow their ship through or she'll kill Alina. He protests for a split second and then finally comes over to Jard to cancel the order. Aaron senses pity for a second. Malgus loses his cape and nods with his saber. They have a decent back and forth battle here. Malgus telling Aaron that despite her loss, she doesn't carry enough anger inside to defeat him. Malgus moves to using force lightning on her. She falls, screams, and she starts to burn and just go in and out of consciousness. Vrath and Z, of course, get into a scuffle because Z's trying to take his ship. Acknowledging that one another both has training. Wrath, of course, being a formal Imperial sniper. Z having formal or former training with the Havoc Squad. Bones are broken. Z ends up tying Wrath and bringing him to the cockpit to keep an eye on him. Malgus is holding on to Alina, drops the sabers, and tells Aaron she can go. Let me read that back. Malgus is holding on to Alina, drops the sabers, 
and tells Aaron to go. I thought this was one big bad Dark Lord of the Sith. I mean, this is such a different side of Malgus that we saw at the beginning of the book. I understand the relationship and the tug and pull between Malgus and Alina, but this just this just does not scream Dark Lord of the Sith to me. It just uh it's fucking ridiculous twilight bullshit. <laughs> it really is. I just I had such a problem with this. I even wrote mad, mad, mad in my notes for Cripe's sake. He promises Aaron safe passage and and decides that this is his way of repaying a debt for sparing Yelena. Because he clearly would not have done so if the roles were reversed. Aaron ended up helping Malgus realize his feelings for her and says that the next time they meet, he will kill her. However, for now, peace is about to be signed. He also, before Aaron takes off, tells her that the Jedi Order betrayed her by telling them she may be coming and that they have more in common than anger in the sense that they don't belong to an order right now. The Valor clears the razor to pass through. Wrath is surprised. He tells Z that they're done, that he did his job, and that they won't be seeing each other again and wants his ship back. Not wanting to take any chances after Wrath mentions the exchange... Not knowing about his daughter, Z takes him to the airlock chamber. Wrath talks, tries to talk Z down, but Z pushes the button without a thought. Goodbye, Wrath. Malgus also clears Aaron's shuttle to leave Coruscant as well as he looks down at Alina. He ended up you get a little bit of backstory where it there's mention that he killed Alina's former owner for his bad behavior and the way he treated her. He trained her and she's been his companion and lover ever since. He tells Alina that he let the Jedi go and that he loves her. She's like, what's wrong that I love you? Is what's wrong is what Malgus is back to her. He ignites his lightsaber and fucking ba-boom kills her. <laughs> In your face! In your face! So, <laughs> the same Darth Malgus who just let a Jedi go for sparing her. I don't, I, oh, I wish I understood the same Dark Lord of the Sith who let Aaron go because she spared Alina finally comes to grip with his feelings for this woman, tells her what he did, and then 
says, you're my problem, and fucking kills her. So poetic. So, so poetic. I love that Paul Kemp tried to save face with Darth Malgus. It really was, it was a bit of a shocker, but I just, ugh. I'd rather, mm, he let a Jedi go because he was in love with a woman. And then to take out his frustration with what he did because now he can't live with himself, he takes it out on Alina, the one woman who makes him, so, who makes him, ugh, I can't, I can't. He can't afford to have a conscience anymore because the only one, he can only serve one master. He hears Curse and his guys trying to get into the hangar. He has this revisiting vision of his times on Korriban being a world in flames and vows to hunt all the Jedi. And then burn it all. Oh boy. So the epilogue. Malgus is now on an unknown ship. Currently stationed in the unknown regions. Heading to a place not mentioned. Alina is now Malgus's sense of strength and focus. He was at Adris's retreat of Coruscant, wrecking everything and shouting for Adris to appear. Adris shows himself in this elaborate armor and a lightsaber, understands and knows that one day this would happen. I've hidden my powers from you, to which no one is here to save you, Adris. Adris apparently now has force lightning capabilities. They go blow for blow. Malgus manages to inflict a lot of pain, breaking ribs. Using force lightning, catching Adris in the thick of it and has him begging to end him. Adris is a threat to him and says that Angral will avenge him, to which Malgus says not until it's too late. Adris knows he's no match for Malgus. He loses an arm. He's on the ground. He gets force choked. Malgus then proceeds with his bare hands to choke Adris to death and retorts how he called Alina a mongrel to his face and, and says, you know what, you're the mongrel. And Angral dies in silence. And says there can be no peace. Z is now on Dantooine. Funny little side note. That's the same name of the place that Leia gave uh, <laughs> Vader in A New Hope. Dantooine. So I thought that was pretty funny. Z is on Dantooine, looking around and realizes he has no idea what he's doing. He 
ended up going to Volta to pick up Ara, his daughter, and his sister-in-law, Nat. He sold the ship Razor and its contents on the black market and went deep into the outer rim. He bought Nat her own farm and... It was an unused vineyard from an old couple for him and his daughter, Ara. He tried to look up what happened to Aaron, but he wasn't able to find anything and said, and was only able to find out that Malgus had survived. So... He can't tell his daughter why daddy cries sometimes. A ship ended up appearing on the horizon. He, being a little on the jittery side, gets concerned the closer it gets. Ara wakes up and, ye and he yells for her to get back inside. And he just completely goes into attack mode. Sees a female with short hair exit the ship that just landed. And of course, there's an icky reunion between him and Aaron. They have no idea what happened to Alina after she left. Other than Malgus living in a very dark place. And she will no longer follow or hunt him. Z doesn't tell Aaron his weight. Z wait. Z doesn't tell Aaron his weight he has to carry. And Ara asks if she can come out now. She now has new prosthetics. Of course, his daughter Ara was injured very young in the same accident that took his wife's life. And Z says that Aaron is staying with them for a while. The end. So, yeah, that, <laughs> that is deceived. Like I said, I did not realize we were going to finish it so quickly, but there we go. I hope you guys enjoyed this review. Please, as always, I love to see and hear any of you who've read this book. If you enjoyed the review, if you have anything you'd like to share about Darth Malgus, by all means, you can email me at ratedarcaohalls at gmail.com. And I look forward from hearing from you guys. I hope you enjoyed the review. So next week then we will finally be able to start the Fatal Alliance review. Until then, as always, may the force be with all of you.